Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to CWTG. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning back in to uh, part two of uh, Chilling with Teddy G of the uh, public buck breaking of uh, Nick Cannon. Uh, we're going to get right into this episode as soon as we get this uh, dirty laundry out of the way because you know how we got to keep it clean at the uh, studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the Copyright Act of uh, 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the purpose, for the fair use, for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit education or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that, that part one was very interesting and it was very good and, and some very crucial uh, points were brought up about the, uh, uh, um, the black community and the uh, systemic racism that's going on and the uh, public shaming and, and butt breaking of Nick Cannon and other black men. Let's get right into this uh, very next uh, episode, part two of the public book breaking of Nick Cannon. There's really no benefit for you. It's a benefit for us. We're the ones getting the revenue. We're just using you. You are just, you are just, you are just for entertainment for us. And sadly, um, that's what happens with these awards. Like you said, with Stacey Abrams, I mean, it's almost, it's, it's, it's like, they're like giving her treats. Like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and give her this Nobel Peace prize or whatever the award they're giving her. And, and that's it, it means nothing. Like, it, it changed nothing for black people. I mean, and even the media getting happy about Secretary of uh, Defense, Lloyd Austin being the, being the first black man to be Secretary of Defense, that's great. But now I'm going to celebrate a black man bombing other, you know, and let's, let's use liberal terms, people of color. So now it's going to be a black man in charge of the people of Afghanistan, killing civilians, drones, drone strikers being pro-war, but I'm supposed to ignore all that. I'm supposed to ignore all that and say, yes, it's a black man doing it. Yes, yes it's a black man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's happening to us. And it's like, we're not even looking at any substance. When Obama, when the Obama administration went into Libya, Libya was a very prosperous African country, very prosperous. And in fact, I believe they would, Libya, um, um, uh, Muammar Gaddafi, he was trying to get Africa to be separated from the United States and be independent. So the, the, the fact that under the Obama administration, they went in and they destroyed Libya over some ridiculous things um, about him being evil to his people, whatever. They never show us any excuse, but it, it just it's a black man destroying another independent black country. And the man's yeah. from Africa and there was no type of peace negotiation. But because it's a black man, we just give it an excuse. To be honest, I don't care if you put a black person in front of me. Like you, you, you might also put a white person in front of me also, because I don't care. I don't see a difference. If there's no substance, I don't care. So yeah, I, I think we really got to break break free of that. Otherwise, they're just gonna keep you know giving us these little cookies, and we're just gonna keep celebrating like wild animals while still being in bondage. 
Well, you know what? You know what we what it reminds me of. And by the way, everybody, before I forget, <clears throat> please hit the thumbs up button. If you could, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe and hit the notification bell. So you'll be notified when we go live. Also, if you want to get text alerts periodically when we go live, uh, text the word voice to three one nine nine six right there on that ticker on the bottom of the screen. Uh, there is a phone number that you can text the word voice to and you'll be on the text list. So um, feel free to do that. Also, you can go to the allblackagenda.com where we actually have resources uh, free or very cheap that you can use for your family to implement your black agenda because we're not sitting behind with the rest of these backward Negroes. We trying to move forward. So we got we got the forward movers and the backward movers. And I say that those of us who want to move forward need to move forward. Uh, we can't sit around waiting for other people. We'll catch them in the next generation. How about that? Um, so, And like he said, ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, supporting um, his, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, allblackagenda.com. I encourage you guys to um, please check him out. He gave that information. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll leave it again at the uh, end of the, this episode. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to start moving uh, forward. A lot more of us are. We have a few who are uh, breaking these chains uh, from their minds. They're breaking these chains from their uh, finances, and uh, they're moving forward. So please, guys, I support uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins and everything that he's doing. I also support the... Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson and all the books that he have out there. I encourage you to uh, get them, read them, and get your family moving forward. It's time for us to get out of this uh, stalemate situation that we're in. So with that being said, let's get right back to Dr. Boyce Watkins. So what, you know, uh, to, to your point about um, about the treats and everything else, well, one thought that came to mind uh, T was actually, and this is historic. A lot of people don't know. Uh, for example, you see a lot of black folks that will say uh, that they, you know, that, that they're so proud that a black person won like an Academy Award or whatever. Like, oh, so and so got an Oscar, or so and so was the first black person to get an, get an Academy Award or a Grammy or whatever. And people don't know. Actually, I read a book called How the Jews Invented Hollywood, and uh, it wasn't anti-Semitic, none of that. It was just literally a, a very inspirational story about how the community came together to uh, create. Uh, to do something that I would love for black people to do, which is they created an independent industry that gave them power uh, because they were rejected everywhere they went. They couldn't get their kids into other people's schools, so they built their own schools. They couldn't get jobs working for other people, so they created their own companies. Uh, and they took advantage of the film industry, which is what one thing I want black people to do. Uh, but anyway, in this book, one thing that they talked about was in the 1940s, I think, when the studio executives got tired of the uh, actors and actresses asking for more money. When the directors were asking for pay raises, they said, we don't want to give them actual money. We don't want to give them anything of real value. So let's create an award and we're going to call it an Academy Award and we're going to give them these Academy Awards and we're going to feed their ego instead of feeding their bank account. That way we can keep the money and they get their self, their much needed self-esteem or their recognition and everybody's happy. And uh, and so when you talk about black people and you look at the way we're, de we're dealt with politically, the first type of political capital they're going to give you is not going to be financial capital. They're not going to give you the financial capital unless you demand it. Instead, they're going to give you symbolic capital. They're going to give you things that are going to feed your self-esteem because you show up needy. You show up begging. You show up weak. You show up with low self-esteem. So what they do is they say, we're going to give you your self-esteem because we're going to paint Black Lives Matter on the street. So now suddenly, as we as white people, we are your gods. We are going to acknowledge that your life matters 
And now your life matters because we said that it matters, not because you decided that it mattered before you got here, but but because we decided it matters. It now matters. We have decreed it. Now it is true. And then next thing you know, Negroes are celebrating on Facebook and Instagram because somebody painted Black Lives Matter on the street. And then what they will do is, is they won't actually give you the money. They won't give you the reparations. They'll just give you something symbolic or, or instead of actually giving you real money, they'll put Harriet Tubman's face on the money. Right. So so I'm not going to give you any money, but I'll put your face on my money and I'm going to keep it in my pocket. So so that's the deal. I'm going to put the money in my pocket and we're going to put your face on it and you're going to get your self-esteem. I'm going to get real assets. I'm going to get real estate and, and, and businesses and stocks and bonds and ownership. And you get self-esteem because you are a pathetic bastard who doesn't believe in himself. And, uh, and, the, and the last thing I'll say on this team, then I'm going to let you, um, you can, you can make a final uh, thought uh, before we bounce out is, you know, you have to be really careful when you talk about, you know, we have to be really delicate about not being disrespectful to the people that are getting these positions, these awards, like like the Stacey Abrams is or the the Lloyd Austins and people like that, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. I think that what you said was entirely true, entirely appropriate. You know, Obama bombing Libya. I mean, what the fuck? Like, like, would you would you be happy? Like, would you be happy if somebody bombed your house as long as they're black? Like, that's that's all. It's almost like, well, don't. Well, it can't be bad because a black person did it. So that that's an easy formula to fool you, right? If I want to do some horrible shit to somebody, all I got to do is let a black person do it, and I'll get the whole support of the entire black community because everybody's going along with it because you had no self esteem and no common sense. So. Uh, one thing that's that's unfortunate about these sorts of things and these little symbolic celebrations that you have to watch out for is that when you are running around saying black history was made this month because, you know, this black person got promoted for a job or black history was made this month this month because a black person got elected or black history is made this month because this black person was appointed. You don't understand what you're doing is you are implicitly making white people into your gods. You're implicitly giving white people the ability to make black history like you literally like they can literally decide, OK, you know what? We're going to make black history this month. We run the company. So we're going to appoint a black person to a higher position and that'll be black history. And and so what you have to be careful about is that when you get caught in that that horrific line of thinking, you can't win. You cannot win. You know, you, you're, you're trying to win a game in which you are a character in a movie that is written by somebody else. The the person, the, the cartoon character, Homer Simpson, can never fight the people that created the Simpsons. Right? Homer, you know, Homer Simpson is is the is the, the character in the in the show. He can never outlive the people who created the show. Right. And and so so you are Homer Simpson in this game of white supremacy. They create you. They create your self-perception. They create uh, your 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 opportunities. They create your educational process. They create whether they get to decide whether or not you're going to feel good about yourself or feel bad about yourself because you love coming home and saying, look, mama, I made it. A white man gave me a fancy job today. So so what I'm saying to you is that you have to understand the game and step outside that box and not allow anybody to be your economic God. Because again, I cannot ever in any way claim that I can be equal to you, um, superior to you, or independent of you if I'm stepping up begging for an opportunity to simply be inferior to you. Like if I'm showing up begging you for a job, I can never be your equal. I can never compete with you. I can't go on the football field with Tom Brady 
and beat him if I'm spending the whole game trying to get his goddamn autograph. So, uh, T, your final thoughts. No, and I totally agree with you on that. And this is why they don't allow black people to own anything. Or or if we do, especially if it's of huge influence, they try to buy it out like they've done with a lot of our black media public, publications. And this is even true with the NBA and the NFL. How is it that this is a predominantly, predominantly black men play in these sports leagues and there's not a black owner on any of these teams. Like I'm talking about a whole stop of black man owning all of it, you know, because they understand that if they allow black people to own any of these teams and they start creates a domino effect, that's going to build economic power. And then that economic power is going to have what Dr. Boyce Watkins says, F you money. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And you can't tell me what to, 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 to do. You can't tell me what agenda to push on my people. You can't do that. We're going to set the agenda. Okay. You have no say. And this is what black people have to get in. We have to get into this mindset. I don't know if you ever seen that Malcolm X movie made by Spike Lee, but one of the most interesting things and one of what I loved about it is he had a scene where he was walking into a building and this white lady stopped him. And she was like, hey, you know, I like what you guys are doing and I would love to join you guys and help you out. And I love Malcolm X. He told her, no, that's okay. We got this. We're going to handle it ourselves. But but I thanks for your help and walked away. Even though the white lady was kind and she wanted to join in and help out, Malcolm X still said no because he would rather build with his own people. He didn't, he didn't need the help of white people and their guidance to come in and influence them simply because he's because she's white. He has enough love and respect for his own people to build with them. And that's what black people have got to start doing. We need to have respect for our own people to build with them. We don't need to be rewarded by white people and cheer because all that tells, especially if we're going in the political field, all that tells them is that all these people want is treats. That's all they want is treats. They don't want no agenda. I forget that black lady who said, I don't want no black agenda. Let's just get rid of Trump. That that right there sets us back. That sets us back. We cannot be saying that. We have to all want an agenda and we need to build with each other. And that's, and that's pretty much all I got to say, man. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think you're 100% correct. And I, I, I hope that everybody can hear this conversation in a way where we can uh, agree with some things and disagree with others. Uh, chances are, if you're a critical thinker, you probably agree with you. You might have agreed with 70 percent or more of the conversation. I, I don't want you to agree with 100 percent of the conversation because I need you to also think for yourself. I need you to have your ideas and not just simply accept our ideas. Uh, and and that's, the, that's, that's the goal of the platform. Right. We want to have a space for free ideas. I want to encourage you uh, to explore all possibilities, uh, take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And at the end of the day, figure out what freedom looks like to you, uh, because, you know, the way I, you know, the, the conclusion I would make on Nick Cannon, Snoop Dogg and everything else is that this is not the way free black people behave. This is not freedom. You know, this, this isn't this. This like T.I. said the other day, he said, this ain't that. This ain't that. <laughs> so so that's a this is not freedom. Like freedom is not when you are buckling and folding and apologizing, even when you didn't do anything wrong. It's one thing if you did something that was flat out egregious, undeniably egregious. Right. You don't committed a crime. You don't hurt somebody. You know, then, yeah, you, you owe somebody an apology. But when you're simply apologizing 
because you spoke out of turn, but you apologizing because you just got bitch slapped in front of the world. Um, then that's not, that's not, that's, there's something wrong with that. That, that is, um, that people are not stupid. They're going to see that, you know? And, and so, so I would just say, you know, at the end of the day, um, that's why all of you, if you can give me a yes in the chat, remember, I always circle it back to you guys who are listening. Um, it's very important that all of your children learn how to start a business or at least have some entrepreneurial desire by the age of 12 because they're going to probably need a plan B in case the heat gets hot. Right. In case you know, you need a disaster preparedness plan if you're black in this country. Disaster preparedness is when you get fired on your day off because you don't you don't start talking shit to massa. Or you watched, you went and watched Roots last night, and now you're mad at the boss, and you done said, you done spoke out of turn, and they try to get you out of there, and suddenly all your excellent employee evaluations become very negative because you you've been identified as a radical black person or a black identity extremist. Uh, you have to have an exit plan. You have to have something very basic. That is the ability to pay your bills without having to beg your oppressor to do it for you. That's all you got to do. You ain't got to be rich. Just have enough where you can survive and you're going to be okay. So prepare your children for that. So don't give them preparations for slavery. Give them preparations for freedom. Because if you get ready and you stay ready, you ain't going to have to go and hurry up and try to get ready when the shit goes down. Because it's going to go down. These battles are not over. And uh, and I think it's, 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 it's less about sort of fighting against the, those who support white supremacy as much as it is about fighting the white supremacists within us. Uh, I don't know about you, T, but I don't see I don't get up every day and have white people standing over me, you know, trying to put me in jail because I read a book. Right? I can read as many books as I, I, I have. We have advantages. Our great, 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 great grandparents did not have. We can read as much as we want. They'll never stop us from reading. We're allowed to congregate as much as we want. They don't stop us from congregating. We're allowed to go start businesses as much as we want. They're not going to stop us from doing it. We can invest in the stock market. They're not going to stop. We can show up. We show up with the money. We can buy real estate anywhere we want. So so a lot of the the demon, the, the hurdle is not out there. The hurdle is inside of you. It's in here. Right. So exactly. we got to fight that battle and we, and we will win that war. The question is, how soon is it going to be? So thank you very much, T. Uh, I'm going to show everybody T's. Um, social media information, please follow this brother because he's very smart. And I think that he is somebody that uh, you should listen to. And uh, also uh, feel free, make sure you hit the thumbs up button, share button and subscribe button before you get out of here. And, uh, and also uh, we have, we have different channels and stuff like that. Uh, the black boss channel. That's what I want to show you because we have a, a channel where only black men are speaking on the channel. I know T goes on there sometimes Jeff Lightsey jr. And a lot of other smart black men. And I really just think we need to start hearing from different perspectives because we need to inject masculine leadership in our community again, because we lost a lot of that after Biden's crime bill. We're, we're recovering right now. Right. So you need to let the men speak next to the women. The women are going to speak for sure. And we need the men speaking with them so that we can actually go in here and know when it's time to go punch somebody in the nuts and get something done. So uh, so God bless everybody. Love you. Thank you for listening. And thanks a lot to you, man. It's great to see you, brother. All right. Peace. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Chilling with Teddy G on the uh, on the uh, uh, BlackBossChannel.com, which is uh, brought to you by Chilling uh, with Teddy G. But you can definitely go on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, and hear more uh, black content from black men. 
and I encourage that you do so. Also, he has other channels out here, ladies and gentlemen, where he has a uh, he has a business uh, a channel, a uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins a uh, 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 business school. So you check that out as well. And uh, let's start coming together as a uh, people and breaking the chains off our own uh, financial means and uh, and our minds and start building uh, generational wealth for the ones that we'll be leaving behind. Uh, as I always tell y'all at the end of every show, uh, uh, thank you for listening. Please continue to do your social distancing. Please continue to wear your outer gear. Please continue to take care of your immune system, which is the number one defense, ladies and gentlemen, against this or any other virus out here. So you need to be eating the proper meals. You need to be uh, taking the proper vitamins. You need to be consuming the proper uh, uh, vegetables and fruits and nuts and berries and seeds and garlic and onions and lemons and oranges and G-bombs. Oh, don't forget the wonderful, wonderful G-bombs that are a bodybuilder, especially for your immune system. Because with this strong and healthy immune system, ladies and gentlemen, you can prevent yourself from catching this virus or in the event that you test positive, you can get rid of it with little to no medication. As I tell you guys at the end of every show, you know I love you guys. I love you guys. I'm loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I see y'all again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul.